The Premier League soccer season is heating up. Turn to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network for the best bets and analysis for this week's features. Subscribe to Betting Weekly Premier League today wherever you get your podcast. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, joined with the anecdotal Baco. How are you, sir? I am well. Happy New Year, Luce. Happy New Year to you. Happy 2017, the first episode recorded. Let's do yes. cheers. Cheers, bitch. Ching. I think, we, <laughs> I think we both heard our microphone. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, so I called you anecdotal because I think we both had a interesting... Holiday season, correct? Yeah, it was fun. It sounds like yours is a little more, uh, I don't know, <laughs> anecdotal. Uh, mine uh, was pretty, yeah. pretty smooth compared to uh, holidays past. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the theme? What do you want to talk about? Oh, fuck, man. You know, can we talk about the war on Christmas? Finally, I mean, it's clear what's going on, right? <laughs> do we have to? Christmas no. is over. Okay. No, let's talk about music. Um, Buck, let's talk about uh, what are you, anticipation boners that we're getting from uh, possible music releases coming out this year. Yes, I, I had this very original thought, you know, you know, last month of, you know, all these bands that we like and, and that it's kind of hitting, you know, 2015, 2014, you know, the, the, all uh-huh. these bands have had albums and all of a sudden I'm like, man, this cycle, it's come 2017 is going to hit really hard. Put all my notes together, and then what episode came out from Decibel Geek last week? Uh, anticipated albums of 2017, I believe. Son of a bitch. I have checked, and I see that somehow Aaron Camaro has figured out how to hack into the Cobras and Fire server. <laughs> you, don't think I don't think... you don't think it's too, that sophisticated? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, that might be out of his tech range. Uh, <laughs> well, Sinzak's a sneaky fucker, so it's probably him. <laughs> But anyway, so the point is, is that that somehow isn't Sinzak a Russian name? I think I don't know. Are we, are we pulling him that way? We're, we're pulling. He's in with Putin. <laughs> Putin. 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 However you want to say it. But yeah. but yeah. So you heard it here first. He's a spy. Yes. Moving on. Basically, my point is, I I felt very very proud of myself and then I, <laughs> I saw that, that episode came out I'm like screw it it There's swooped a... in and decibel geeked us <laughs> but I will tell you ours is going to be different one of the main differences between our show and that one that Aaron did solo is there's no Lizzie Borden on our show uh, <laughs> you a Lizzie Borden fan? Uh, um, well hold on I gotta scratch something off my list here <laughs> I don't mind Lizzie Borden. I mean, uh, I'm, I definitely don't go deep, but uh, I, I believe I have a burned copy of the Greatest Hits album. Okay. Uh, and anyway, it's all good. 
It's all good. Anyway, so this is, we're calling this Forward Thinking 2017 Albums. And basically, this is a very loose loose concept where we're basically going to bullshit about stuff that's been going on lately, as well as playing some some great songs from from artists that should, not confirm some confirmed, some maybes, mm-hmm. that, that probably will be having albums this year. So, any uh, first on your list? You want me to go first, huh? Uh, if you have something, you said you brought something to the table. And it, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, this is what I'm looking for is, is this time, you know, kind of the plan is to be unorganized, unlike last time where you nearly broke me, where we were supposed to be organized, and it turns out you <laughs> didn't know what was going on halfway through the episode. Correct? Well, that was your fault, though. I mean, you know, you're <laughs> a horrible communicator. I think if we print if we print it out, just like other things that you say <laughs> for the purge or illusion, if if, the, yeah. if, we, if we go yeah, back, yeah, to yeah, let's tape. go back and transcribe that. Where where yeah. I'm like, I literally go, I don't want to do this, and you're like, oh, you agreed to this the whole time. <laughs> you, you, you talking about the purge? The purge, yes. yeah. You, you don't you don't uh, no you don't communicate well. Than, than either. So I think that from <laughs> from our from our conversations and everything, uh, um, I think that 2017, among other landmark, you know, uh, just monumental achievements that this podcast is going to have, is we are going to probably need to hire a mediator or an HR department or something like that, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, someone in HR, please. There needs to be some kind of, um, I guess, uh, just document. On, on how these shows should go because it, it's we need uh, uh well, we, well we need well first of all we need a fact bastard uh to, <laughs> to fact check us and then we need uh some kind of a whipping boy that uh communicates for us to us okay and then we only talk on the podcast yes and We're then gonna... we fire him every week or something mm-hmm. i don't know so we'll have to look for a some kind of uh, you know revenue stream for that but until then we're just basically gonna keep on going with the clusterfuck that's the genius of the show. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to a big year. I don't know about you. Hopefully, uh, bigger and better, and uh, more loose, more baco, more cobra, more fire. That's right. So let's take a look here. I have a massive list of of songs to go through, and a lot of stuff's coming out this year, which I'm excited about. But uh, I actually have these broken down. F bug. You know what? I know how we're gonna start this off, and I thought it was one of mm-hmm. your. Your your good ideas is one of our inspirations. Let's just say uh-huh. uh, one of the inspirations to start the whole show off. Who are we talking about? Uh, I'm gonna go with Danko Jones. Yes. And what was your idea to talk about him for a little bit? Well, I mean, you know, he never plays the United States. As a matter of fact, on his last record, what was it called? Um, Fire music. Yes. Is that right? I'm sorry. I just. It's uh, all right. Did not play one show, not a festival date, not a club date, nothing uh, in the United States on the tour cycle on that. Now he's got another record coming out. So, you know what? I've decided that, like, Danko's not big in, in America because Danko doesn't like America. He doesn't even try. It, it, it wouldn't be that hard for a lot of dates. I mean, you look at this, and I think he probably did, I'm going to just say conservatively, 250 dates over two years. You know, he, he, has, he has a lot of Did a lot. Don't yeah, lie. Let's it just, seemed whatever. like he could play with Volbeat as long as it wasn't in uh, North America. Right. Uh, you know, Minnesota, man, you know, it's right there. It's just just drive down, do a quick show in the Twin Cities, and go back to Canada. You yeah. Know, take care of me anyway. <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin, I mean, pretty much any of those. Yeah, but he's all over the place. The most random, you know, 
places I've never. I mean, I'm, I'm learning more about <clears throat> just the world just from his his tour schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but looking at the dates, I'm like, never heard of there, but never heard of that place. But he's playing there and not Denver or wherever. So, but but clearly, like um, talking about his greatness and, and promoting him has done us no good. So now it's Zero. time to start calling calling him on his bullshit and like, and then maybe he'll come here and play some shows for us. Because yeah. I'm not going to fucking Canada. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't really even play in Canada that much. Yeah, I guess not really. It's mostly Europe. Yeah, but he's big over there. But yeah, so I have a, a, a song ready to go from Danko just to kick this song off and just get some music out there, and then we'll come back and. And bullshit some more, but do you have anything in particular you want to play, or do you want me to? No, you got it lined up. Let's do it, man.
Rocco. This is a little beautiful day off the album Rock and Roll is Black and Blue by Danko, the inspiration. Janko Jones. Jones, baby. And, you know, <clears throat> let's let's go back. Let's, let's, let's feature an artist, too, that's going to have an album coming out this year, should have an album coming out this year. And they, they, they have done, they are connected to, I should say, to one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. And it is one of the, you know, originators of heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Do you know which Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee that I'm talking about? They do a cover. They do a, a, an excellent... Yeah, yeah. In- you're, you're talking about Tupac. <laughs> no. Another guess? Uh, okay. that's, that's, no, keep going. There's only like five, so... Yeah, it's Tupac. <laughs> you're still going with that original heavy metal, Tupac. Okay, this album came out, I think, in like 77 or 78. So they couldn't it's have... It's a loose switcheroo here. I, you're, you're playing mind games. <laughs> I'm not. So you think about it. Though, now break that down. The, the artist had to be out, <laughs> had to be out before this album came out in like 78. It's a live album by one of heavy metal's finest. Fucking time travel, man. Jesus, get your head out of your ass loose. <laughs> What is it? Come on, how many other? Who are the other people? Who who else is inducted? Well, it can't be Joan Baez. You're correct. It's Joan mm. Baez. Wait, no, then I'm wrong. <laughs> no. Do you know what band I said this it is? can't be? And you said no. What's what are you fucking playing here? Oh this is getting old. Oh my god. Off. Okay, fine. We're gonna play "Diamonds and Rust" by Judas Priest. Have you ever heard the song? Yes, I've heard the song. That is a Joan Baez song. Actually, I did know that, uh, but I wasn't really thinking about that when we were talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, last month, whenever that was. <laughs> it's a hell of a lineup. What, what were the final finalists there? Um, well, I, the finalists—I don't, I don't remember the the, the, Whatever, the ones got, that actually got in. Yeah, you, you got ELO, Journey, Pearl Jam, Joan Baez, Tupac, and they didn't fucking get Joe Tex in. But uh, there's always <laughs> next year, Joe. I think we're gonna play a little bit Joe Tex right now. <laughs> third episode in a row that might be our theme song <laughs> can you write a theme song to the same music for covers and fire oh I, I should i love that song i can't get enough <laughs> but no um yeah so let's just do a l- little bit of diamonds and rust from judas priest Well, we both know what we 
So, uh, Judas Priest, I never really got into until the last like seven years. Like, I knew just I owned like oh, one, really, yeah, like one album, but I never really knew stuff like that. Like, Turbo, oh. <laughs> I did have Turbo, I like that song. I love that album, Fuck I, everybody. Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I, I have been uh, encouraged to give that album another listen by tons of articles. But I do. I've always liked the song Turbo, and also, but I'd never heard like uh, you know their live album in the seventies or just some of their older material, mm. like the Ripper and things like that. And the reason I heard it is <laughs> was from uh, a book that Eddie Trunk put out many years ago. Called, he had a book, uh, huh? He did have a book. I'm not sure if he's he's ever told you that he's made a book. But uh, what was that one called? Like uh, the his... I don't know. The essential heavy metal. Hey, there you go. The essential. The essential. Yeah. And, and what was? It... Go ahead. No, whatever. I, I'm embarrassed that I actually got it right in the first crack. Well, I own it, so maybe that's more nice. embarrassing. Autographed? But... <laughs> no, but I have many chances. Actually, <laughs> he's in the parking lot over there. Eddie! <laughs> Eddie! <laughs> nice to see you in South Florida again. But yeah, so but in this book, the thing they had is was, what I thought was kind of cool is the artist. You didn't know that that much. They had like a playlist and it would have like, eh, I'd say like 15 songs that were kind of the deeper tracks. And that's how I start. I would start picking and choosing. And that's how I got okay. a, lot of, 
lot more uh, deep into Judas Priest. But, you know, I mean, and uh, it's, I mean, you know, Eddie Trunk's biggest fetish, if you want to call it that, is not Judas Priest, but the one thing that he is always talking about, no matter what, is what? How much Paul Stanley hates him. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Or Kiss in general, how they want to talk to him. He's like a scorned lover. That, that yeah, keeps, and um, that keeps uh, going you heard out. about. Go ahead. Oh, did you did you you heard about like uh, his recent meltdown when uh, Doc McGee had to cancel on him at the last minute? It sounds like the way the way he made it sound, and and he kind of goes off the rails a bit. So I kind of believe it. It's almost like Doc McGee was in the parking lot of of his wherever he's recording these things at the radio station. And then he's like, yeah, I can't do it. There is only one explanation for this cancellation, folks. There really is. And that is the fact that everybody knows that for mm, 10, 15 years now, that, uh, well, I, I'm not going to say kiss, but that Paul Stanley spe- specifically does not like me. I have it on very good <laughs> authority here. From, and it's as obvious as the nose on my face that this cancellation took place because Doc found out, for whatever reason, Doc didn't know that I hosted this show. Apparently, his assistant or what have you, he said, only told him that he was coming to do an interview on Sirius XM, not an interview with Satan himself, Eddie Trunk. <laughs> Started, he, he lost it a bit on air. I have the uh, uh, audio of the phone call between Paul Stanley and Doc. Ooh. Like, we're, uh, you know, because uh, what happened was is that Paul called Doc and said, you can't do it. But you have the tape, correct? Yeah, yeah. Should, should we play it? Play it. Hey, this is Doc. Doc, this is Paul Stanley of KISS. Hey. How you doing, Paul? Say, uh, uh, someone just told me that you're gonna be uh, doing a, an interview with uh, Eddie Trunk. Is that is that correct? Of course. Yeah. No, I'm pulling up in the Sirius XM studio right now. What's going on with you today? You can't do it, Doc. Yeah, I was. Oh, wait a second. But I was actually at. I was. I was doing a pleasantry with you. What's going on with you today? Yeah, I'm sorry, Doc. I don't have time for the pleasantries. Um, you can't do it. Okay, you just can't. What do you mean? I'm Doc McGee. I've managed Skid Row. I've managed, uh, who else did I manage? Motley Crue, that's right. And I managed Kiss. So that's why right. can't I, I do it? I don't like Eddie. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't dress very nice. He does look like a lot of times like he just woke up in a shrub. It's like, has he ever heard of a silk shirt? He definitely hasn't. I don't even think he's heard of an iron or, uh, a comb or possibly I- soap. But hey, it's a radio. he's a radio man. What do you care? What do you care about his what do you care about his fashion? You're telling me I can't listen, do you see what I wear? Do you think I why can't I go talk to him? Doc, Doc? Yes. Have you seen have you seen his shoes? His shoes are despicable. It's like he doesn't even get them cleaned. It's like have some self respect. Who looks at a man's shoes? You ever watch Shawshank Redemption? Doc, I wear seven inch platform heels for a living. That is true. I look at everybody's shoes. You can't do the interview, Doc. You just can't. Okay? But why, Paul? Why? The, why? Because you want to keep your kids in that private school, right? You want to keep getting that money from Kiss? You gotta, you gotta say no. I don't like him. He's fat. 
think you just insulted me, sort of. Yes? <laughs> Look, you don't uh, like me? You don't like me either? And, and by the way, I haven't bought new shoes for five years. So that <laughs> shows how much attention you pay me. I mean, Paul, what kind of relationship have you got here? Doc, you know, I was thinking maybe you and I could go out for dinner right now. What do you think? And do what? What? what yeah, you know, what? have something to eat. You know, just have you know. If you're not busy right now, you could just not do what you're doing right now, and then you and I go get something to eat. You know, maybe talk about the band and uh, things that we can do to make lots of money. You know, but uh, don't do any trunk. You can't do it, Doc. Well, I really want to talk about that Sebastian Bach guy in my my crazy days with Motley Crue. Yeah, he's only going to ask you about me. He only cares about Paul Stanley. Are you sure? I'm positive. He's fat. <laughs> well, all right, Paul. You're the boss. What can I say? But let me, can you, what about if I, what about if I get a veto? What about if I get a veto if I talk to Gene and I get both Eric and Tommy to both say, hold yeah, on, go yeah, ahead. Hold, yeah, hold on. Gene's right here. Uh, yeah, Doc. This is Gene Simmons of Kiss. You can't do it. Paul said no. I'm out. I'm going to tell you right now that that's not Gene Simmons. Paul, that's you doing Gene Simmons. And you being around him all these years, you should be ashamed, ashamed of yourself for being you know, doing You know what, Doc? Just, Doc, just don't do the damn interview. Jesus Christ. That's okay? fine. That's fine. Look, just... Uh, that's all right. I, I felt like just, going... Just uh, tell, him you, tell him you didn't know that Eddie Trunk was the host of the Eddie Trunk show. It'll totally fuck with him. All right, anyway, I, I, I got to go get, work on those negotiations with Ace for this year. I'll talk to you. Thank you. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Where yeah. Did you, where did you find that? You I don't believe it. Aaron Camaro hacked fucking Doc McGee's phone. Get everybody. He stole my idea for the 2017. Oh, my God. Is, oh. is Camaro a Russian name? <laughs> I, think, I think it might be. I'm like, I have to I Google that shit. Oh. Google that shit. God. All right. Well, um, anyway, so supposedly Kiss is going to have an album this year. I don't think they will. I don't see Well, anything. did you you heard the Eddie Trunk uh, meltdown on the air a little bit, didn't you? When things like this happen, it is a huge compliment to me. <laughs> it's just, it's... Well, it was right before his, you know, yearly Kiss special, which he canceled. Did he? Yeah, <laughs> he finally did. He Fine. threatened it in his little rant, and then actually went through with it for the first time in 33 years. But he's nothing. not doing his all kiss special. I'm not playing. Uh, she's so European this this Christmas. I'm not playing. Oh my god! And, th- and he kept going. Lots of people agree with me, but uh, one thing that that he did touch on, and this will be about all we really need to talk on this on, then we can get in back on track. But uh, he he talked a little bit about how like Paul is mad at him because he he has a voice and he says he doesn't like Ace and Peter, two other people dressing as those guys, right? And that's why Paul is a, a total fucking asshole to him and blocks him at Kiss Mini Golf and tells Doc he can't do the show and all that stuff. Here is what I've heard. Now, this is not this is a total rumor. OK, so let's uh, get that out of the way. But it makes a whole lot more sense. Right, go ahead. All right. You, you've heard Eddie, you know, take so much credit for reuniting Twisted Sister, correct? 
I haven't heard that specifically, but I know how he said, you know, he, oh. he revived he, Ace's career. He's helped Anthrax. You know, I, I know what you're saying. But he, he was responsible. And, and to his credit, the members of Twisted Sister have credited him, too, for the, like, in 2001, some uh, uh, 9-11 charity concert he got him back together for. I and then they kind of stayed sure. together together after that. All right. So so I think going into the next year or shortly after that, no, it had to be a few years later because Ace was out of the band but looking to get back in. And this is right around the time that before Monster, but uh, VH1 did that. Um, it was almost like a Rock Honors Award, I think they called it. Okay. And Kiss was one of the bands. And so they'd have like a uh, one band play for the, the band, like a cover tune of the band that they were honoring. And the band would come out and play. Okay. And there was four bands and, and Kiss was one of them. Anyway, apparently Eddie high on his ability to reunite acts. And being friends with all the guys in Kiss, he was convinced that he could get, if nothing else, Ace on stage with Kiss that night. Because Ace was there playing with the band that was Oh, I do remember this. This was like Ace was in like some super group with Scott Ian and they were playing like God of Thunder or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, so the story I've heard is basically backstage when all this stuff's going on, Eddie is being a loud pushy bastard about come on paul fucking just do a song with them let him put on the makeup let him come out it'll be great you know like he's just pushing it and that just kind of like pushed paul over the edge and uh and i know paul can be petty but that makes a whole lot more sense than eddie being one of the thousands of voices who have said i'm not too fond of you know tommy and eric wearing ace and peter's makeup Right. You know, no, which no. really, as far as he's taken it, he's never really gone all that hard on it. You know what I mean? He's just said he doesn't like it. I don't like it. Lots of people don't, you know, but for the most part, it is what it is. You know, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with your your theory there. The, the other thing, too, is that the part about it is it's I think it's just very uh, obsessive. It's kind of weird. You know, like they get it is now. Well, <laughs> I really hope it's I hope. I hope what? it's both ways. I really hope Paul is like, you know, conspiring to fuck with Eddie Trunk. You know what I mean? He's like, he finds out like, yeah, what was that? Like, yeah, he finds out Eddie likes Dunkin' Donuts, so he buys and closes all the Dunkin' Donuts around <laughs> Eddie Trunk. So we're gonna we're gonna transition out. That was a fascinating uh, recording there, but also thank you, Aaron Camaro. Yes, thank you for that uh, that intel. But we've Thanks, got everybody. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so I'm going to connect it to to transition out with a sort of related band, and that is... The, We're not going to talk about Kiss, maybe going back into the studio in 2017? We just did. That's that's all we know. Correct? Oh, well, well, fuck it. And, no. Well, you don't care. I mean, you're not going to like it, whatever it is. No, odds are no. No. So anyway, so there is a... On the Rock and Roll Geek Show, they unearthed this interview... <clears throat> With a bill of coin from 2007, and they were talking about a bunch of different things. Uh, this, this came out like a month ago or so. I guess that Michael Butler's just been going through his hard drive and finding finding these things that have kind of fallen off because he's had so many older episodes. And one of them, what they were talking about was at the time. <laughs> I just think it's kind of funny. Is bill of coin decided in his his uh, you know, his retirement age. That he was going to go do a second round of genius, and that was to produce the band Lordy. Did you know that? I did not. Okay, Bill Coin. Yeah, Bill Coin took over. Was going to produce? No, he no uh, manage. I'm sorry. Okay, manage. He managed him for several years. Lordy um, near the end of his uh, uh, life. I just think, hey, here's these guys that kind of look like Gore, except they're in. Uh, where are they from? Finland. Where the fuck are they from? 
Who knows? No idea. Okay, they're but have you ever heard a single song by them? No. Okay, so they basically are gore, but from a different country. I knew nothing about them, but l- listening to the interview, I'm like, I got to like the fact that he even give even tried to do something and kind of thought it was like a kiss part 2 or whatever. I'm like, I got to check them out. So I they're <laughs> on Spotify. I found this album that the album cover is basically this little uh, demon baby uh, basically biting on... Uh, you're supposed to be nursing this woman with uh, very ample uh, breasts. And uh, and and the name of the album is uh, escapes me, but they have this song called This Is Heavy Metal, which completely rips off the riff from War Machine. Heavy Metal? Oh, okay. <laughs> War, War Machine. And I'm going to play it right now. The, 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 the chorus is spectacular because it's it's just... This is heavy metal, no matter what you say, hey, hey. So here is what Bill Coyne <laughs> considered to be a, another, you know, in his twilight years, something he should take on, Lordy.
So yeah, Baco. So we're gonna get into some anecdotal Cobras in the Fire. Some some mm-hmm. real some real life. You know, we we just mocked. You know, like the Eddie Trunk. We talk about other people, but you know, let's bring the mocking to the source. Us sometimes isn't that good? You know what I mean. That's only fair, right? As we are, we are now celebrities. We're part of the public. Once you're in the yeah. public public eye, you, you are subject. You have yeah. to expect it. So I, th- I say we 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 need to self deprecate. We need to do it prior. And let me just say on that, I, I think it's really big of you to not really feed into the trolls who talk about how fat you are. <laughs> thank, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Yes. I do think I, that, that I gained a, at least a good fiver <laughs> or, or, t- or 10 over break. My God. So much, so much. Where do they get off? Stuff. I'm the fat guy of the duo here. <laughs> but yeah, but, but I, yeah, I appreciate that. I, I do not, I do not feed the trolls. It's, it's never no. good to do so, but, but yeah, but so over, over the holiday break, before we go into some personal stuff, I, I, I basically, Met up with some friends I hadn't seen for a while, and just randomly over a couple of beers, talking about the most obnoxious situations we've had going to a concert, and kind of those, um, you know, kind of like a, a a Diamond Dave that just gets up there and talks for twenty minutes versus playing music or or uh, you. We've all gone to those concerts where you're finally there's just like like uh, no talk, just rock. You know what I mean? Like somebody finally yeah. loses it. Yes, you've been to those. Oh sure, I mean, I just went to Steel Panther. I didn't think anything they said was interesting. <laughs> right? Can you think of any other ones besides like a the, um, I mean, they're, where they're, there was a lot of talking? They're intentionally supposed to be obnoxious, but not just not just too yeah, much talking. Yeah, uh, you but... know what? Um, uh, Night Ranger. I mean, I they all everyone in the band talks all the time. Yeah. Oh, you and, did tell and, me that. They all take turns. Okay. Well, but they kind of talk over the top of each other, and you know, one of their shows I was at. Wait, they're wait, wait, to, wait, 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 wait! They talk on the top of each other. They must have, you know, like they like interrupt us. each other. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's like a Cobras and Fire podcast, but <laughs> between Sister Christian and you can still rock in America. You know, oh, horror show. And also, we don't uh, let ladies know what hotel we're at, and they can come fuck us. So, not yet, anyway. <laughs> okay, next stage, 2018. <laughs> Yeah, but okay. So that's one example. the The worst I ever had was I was dragged to. Here's something that I never thought I'd say. I went to, and this was not a small venue, but about ten years ago, uh, I was told, "Hey, I've got tickets to an Aaron Lewis solo concert." <laughs> oh my god! So lead singer. Sorry, Lewis. I had no idea. Uh, okay, well, it was. It, this was not during his country phase that he's now in right now. Where I, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but he basically says, "I was tricked. I was forced to make these five, five stained albums that sold millions of copies for years when I was always a country artist at heart." I'm not yeah, kidding. he's he's doing that old bullshit. This was this was during. If if I know what you're talking about, this is during what I would call the Aaron Lewis Easy Guitar uh, era. Like, it was just he knew him. like four chords and he would strum. Yes. He never played lifts, riffs or licks or anything. There was no depth to what he played. But no, no. Okay, so imagine this. Okay, and this is one of the places that the, the person that a lot of connection here. Actually, I'm thinking about this. This was the venue that Eddie Trunk was always trying to sell his books at. That's the Hard Rock Casino in Fort Lauderdale, where it, it seats like it, like four four thousand, five thousand people. Okay, it's got. An I know Eddie deck. Trunk had a book. <laughs> is, that your, is that your constant? Is that like like the uh, just like uh, like in a movie, the little thing that just keeps showing up there? Do you happen to know if he knows Ronnie James Dio? Were they friends? <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. 
<laughs> so anyway, so I'm dragged to this concert, and it, it, this trust me, this, this has a good ending. Okay, you're like, why are you bringing yeah, up okay. Aaron Lewis? But yes, you're correct. He was doing this thing where he was, Happy it, was just, ending. it was just him, an acoustic guitar, and in a microphone. And at first, I was just standing here. I'm like, first off, the place was packed, which is sad to begin with. And we're we're on the, the the floor, and I'm there. And I'm like, how long is this going to take? Because he he doesn't have an hour and a half of songs anyway. How is how many covers is going to play? Blah blah blah. But I'm looking at first off, the stage has nothing on it. So I'm like, this is the most profitable concert of the year. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just him and a microphone and a guitar, and, and these idiots that showed up, including me. But this and, is really- uh, side note: Adele charges 250 bucks for her best seats. Okay. Got How fucking a, a light hanging on a string and a oh, stool. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yes. Well, it's kind of like, I was thinking like that, that this guy and like stand-up comedians have the highest profitability, if you think about it. Like the, the pack of place. They got nothing. This is them standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, so getting back on track. At one point during the show, <laughs> this is how obnoxious he was. He goes, he goes, uh, all right, everybody. I need everybody to sit down. And nobody say anything because I'm going to unplug my unplugged guitar and I'm going to get rid of my microphone. I'm going to sing you a song where it's just me and the guitar. No amps, nothing. You get this? Oh, my God. Okay. That guy, he's he's douchier than I thought. Okay, but this goes, this, this, this goes. I thought okay. he was really douchey. So everybody, so actually he got all the people to be quiet, okay? Totally silent. So, you know, we are way in the back. You can hear him strumming his guitar. Crickets. He's... he's <laughs> He's playing his guitar. It's totally silent, and I think he was playing. Uh, what's one of his stupid songs? Like uh, the uh, name? Any of them? It doesn't matter. Oh, one of the ballads. One of the fucking. Ballads. Um, what's something about an inside or? Empty, there you go. Inside out. There you go. Inside out. He's playing inside out, and then he pauses for a second for effect and stands up, where everybody's quiet, and one <laughs> one guy who's my hero until the end of the world <laughs> stands up and goes, "You can do it." <laughs> I was hoping. I, I thought you were gonna go with like play Skinner or something. No, from you know, um, Bob yeah, Schneider's know, yeah, character yeah, from every yeah. single Adam Sandler you can movie. Do it. You can't do it! And the whole place erupts with laughter. Fucking Aaron Lewis walks off stage. <laughs> He's so mad. So my point being is that <laughs> <laughs> you, everybody should thank, give that guy a couple bucks for putting him out of their misery. Oh my, no, he walked off. Then he came back and he finished it, and he was like. No, I really don't appreciate that. And I'm like, I appreciate it. This is this is every this is worth every penny I didn't pay. You can do it. 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 Oh my God! So don't worry, we're not playing any Aaron Lewis. We're not playing any Stain. I'm using this as a transition to go back to Steel Panther about silly talk. People that talk too much on stage. But unlike you, I actually have appreciation for some Steel Panther. You you have no appreciation. There, there's a couple of songs that that, that I that I think are funny. Um, okay. and and they're they're a talented band. I would prefer them to do like more of their cover stuff. To be honest with you, yeah. Because most of their songs aren't any good, but they they got a few that they they give you a good chuckle and they're there for that. But their banter on stage is is far south of funny, if you ask me. Yeah, no, I, I can uh, see that. And it carries on, and it doesn't seem to get anywhere, and it's just. At a certain point, it's like it's been eight minutes and you haven't fucking played a note, right? And that's kind of like that's kind of our standard where we cut ourselves off at about the six minute mark between songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah six minutes before we go. <laughs> These guys are talking too much, but yeah, the the our uh, job is to talk. We're oh, not. That's uh, right. 
<laughs> I'm fucking around. Yeah, right. But, but, but going back to this, so they are supposedly, well, they, not supposedly, they have an album coming out in 2017 called Lowering the Bar. And Available is, for pre-order now. Yeah, which is as advertised because I've heard two of the songs. One of them is called Anything Goes, which is not a Guns N' Roses cover song, as you would hope, at least. Yeah. Or it is also not the, uh, the beginning song from Temple of Doom. Uh, <laughs> we'll go into that later maybe but the, 25 but, minutes okay fine but the the the, the thing is is that <laughs> <laughs> nobody has any idea what we're just talking about well, uh, <laughs> we'll wrap it together at the end folks yeah, you can well, trust us yeah, trust me if you follow the journey you will see you will see everything it'll become crystal kalima kalima but <laughs> basically this, this, this show is already off the rails one of our best. <laughs> it must be. Best but, one of 2017. That's right. That's right. Isn't that the best when they, they go? Yeah, they go it's like the movies. The movies that they'll have like previews and they'll say, yeah. This is by far the best action comedy slash horror uh, uh, <laughs> underground centipede uh, uh, human movie of 2017. <laughs> it'll be like, February. I was going to, they do it in TV a lot. Like it'll yeah. be like January 3rd. It'll be like, <laughs> This is. The, this is the number one new comedy of 2017. <laughs> it's like the only, it's also the, the lowest ranked one, but whatever. You got where I was going. Yep. Carry on. Do, are we getting to a Steel Panther song at some point? <laughs> we are. It's a slow, it's a slow crawl. But, uh, but, uh, we but, are doing Steel Panther, ramping to Steel Panther. Right now. Well, here, we're about to all take... I need to do is trick you into admitting that you suck balls. <laughs> so this is a part of the... Uh... The routine on stage, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so the first one they had was so the song is called "Anything Goes" and it has ridiculous lyrics like, "Hey, anything goes." Like, you can uh, paint your cock like a candy cane, or you can do. It. I'm like, what? And this is the stuff that I don't like by them. And they also did a cover, a straight cover, uh, of of "She's Tight" because I guess they thought, "Hey, this is a song about a pussy," uh, by Cheap Trick. But they did nothing mm-hmm. to it, and I'm like, okay, that was. Also lowering the bar, but the stuff that I like is the stuff like like I fuck with you about like the uh, the burden of being wonderful, those kind of that's, stuff. That, that's a that's a fun song to listen to. There's God, and, you're gonna be better um, at this than I am. I don't know any. Well, I'm not gonna quiz you on that, but but the, there's one off the first album that um, when we we did tons of driving over the uh, holiday break too, and I had it on super shuffle, and and it, it just popped up, and it was <laughs> I always love the name of this song anyway, just called Hell's on Fire. Okay, and and basically, this is a uh, this is kind of their like when they are like subtle quote for Steel Panther. I like them so enjoy. Yeah. This is uh, Hell's on Fire by Steel Panther off the first album, Feel the Steel, and that actually has the lyrics: "The devil's hungry and he's eating the ice." <laughs>
So that was a long, long climb from Aaron Lewis and uh, uh, Stain to finally getting to a Steel Panther song. I'll tell you this much. I know that on this album, they're going to shit the bed and it's not going to be any good. I know they already shit the bed a lot for you, but here's the thing about Steel Panther, which I wish they would have done. They should have moved on to like Steel Flannel or... What I think would even be funnier is if they took over new metal. Oh, gotcha. New metal would be fucking great if they did something like Steel Panther and like I had a number in it. And that, that, because there's so much you could make fun of like that after whatever post grunge bullshit period, you know, from. Yeah, I definitely think they're talented enough. Although, I mean, their singer isn't that good of a singer, but uh, maybe he can't sing. I got no advice for them. They're clearly doing well, and I don't get it. So it's too much. They're they're, they're burning it out. Is my point is that they uh, they need to move on to something else. Something else. Damn it! They need to do an. El- they need to do a concept album. That's what I think. I, I, I'm starting to think we're not their target audience, but that's all right. <laughs> so I'm gonna hand it over to you, man. I, I've I've dominated these these selection of of songs. Oh, it's so, been great though. Because you haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> now you're calling me lazy, you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm consistent. At least I'm yes, consistent yes. in the theme here. But yes, yeah, so let's uh, let's. It's yours. The floor is yours, Baco. Please. Well, we, uh, we talked before we started recording. I, I I thought I only met. I only think you haven't heard about it because I'm like, there's no way if he knew about this, he wouldn't have like at least messaged me or something, right? Texted me like, hey, did you hear this? Um, but one of our a band that that uh, they they only have one record out that you and I are very fond of, mm-hmm. um, and I was definitely sure that this was never going to be there was never going to be a second one. Do you have any idea where I'm going? Is it crud? <laughs> I wish it was crud. <laughs> Do I have another guess? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I think I peaked at crud. Go on. All right, the damn things are working on a new record. Are you fucking kidding me? 
I, I not. No, man. Isn't that great? Just so you know, for those listeners, this is not a setup. I did not know this. So you're telling me, is it straight up just, is it back to the same lineup? Everything? Um, as far as I know, it's got uh, Kagiano and the singer for sure. And I believe uh, Scott Scotty. Ian. He was Scott almost Ian. there as a window dressing, I think, to get. Yeah, he it. really didn't contribute to the songwriting or anything like that. No. But um, uh, he kind of like came along with uh, Rob because he didn't have nothing to do while Rob was doing it. Um <laughs> But, you know, with Rob being in Volbeat now. Anyway, right. yeah, the singer, singer was talking about how they've got about enough uh, material for an EP and they're just going to keep writing. He's not sure when it's coming out uh, or, or where it's going to go. But he was talking about he just kind of went into, like, the pro, like what kind of style they're trying to write with and stuff like that. Uh, I can't remember. He said something like they're going to be more true to their influences. But, yeah, I, fucking A, man. Put put the whole the super group back together, do a couple festival dates and put out another record man no, the damn I, thing yeah i actually that, had the uh did you ever have the privilege of seeing him live no, no yeah that was so that was uh at rock on the range one year my they, sister hmm? my sister was there so i was like you have to go see these guys oh they're great i mean that the, what was great is that the fact that they had like uh they had like a 35 minute set and they just they didn't even stop i mean they basically played the entire album i think they played eight you could almost tracks. put the whole thing in there. yeah yeah so but 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 this it's just a, such a unique band. For those that don't know, it's uh, <clears throat> have heard of them before. It's um, Caggiano, guitarist and producer of Volbeat, used to be of Anthrax, Scott Ian, and then it has two guys from Fall Out Boy randomly. And yeah, I don't know the Jero- lead... Joe and the drummer. Yeah, fuck. What's the lead singer's name? He's from another band. But that one isn't. But he's in a uh, a. Uh, like a screamo type, like a hardcore band, but this, like, this is the only time yeah. that he does like quote clean vocals or whatever the fuck you call for for him. But he's got a sure. really good voice, so it's a bit, it's very interesting that this thing even exists. But come on, man, enough. That let's just uh, we don't need to sell people on this because it sounds on, on on paper. What I've all said is the name of this band should have been called Clusterfuck because it makes no sense um, for for it to be good with that mix of people. So what's the song you want to play? Oh God! I was trying to decide on one. I'm thinking. Um, uh, I don't know. I I know I've I've played a little darling on uh on one of the episodes about, way back. What about blues having blues? Or I'm trying to think of one of the kick. I thought a great on. a great reckoning. Honestly, yeah. There's yeah, yeah. No, that, do the do the reckoning.
That's amazing news. I, I'm seriously excited about that. Yeah, and um, and in other news, uh, did you know that when you're drinking schnapps, you're three times more likely to get a girl pregnant? <laughs> Is this on the show? Yeah, science. Uh, I did not. Why is that? Because of the peppermint? Because <laughs> of Wisconsin. Oh, I don't know. I see. Uh, All right. Well, uh, it's just a fact, Lewis. I don't, I don't look. I got numbers. In and front that of me. transitions over to the band Schnappy Schnappy Schnaps, which are coming out with an album in 2017. One of hey, our favorites. Why don't you and I start a rap band? We'll call it Peppermint Schnapps. I still say that uh, uh, that I that. It's not claimed yet, so I may claim it, as I may, if I'm going to uh, have a rap career, I'm going to be called Rap Scallion. Mm. What do you think about that? Can you believe it's not taken? Yeah, well, but it won't be taken now because, I mean, the rappers have gotten real bad with names now. I mean, if they didn't <laughs> grab it in the 80s and 90s, you're done. Yours. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I mean, at one one point, the, the whole ice tea, ice cube, ice, ice tea, I mean, that was... <laughs> Two Dr. Dre's. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, two Dre's. I mean, come on. It was already done right in the beginning. But moving on. Vanilla Ice Tea? (laughs) Vanilla Ice Tea Cube. French Vanilla Ice? Uh, Crickets? (laughs) Cricket, cricket. Uh, I'd like to go over what we uh, talked about, I think, probably 45 minutes ago when I mentioned you as the anecdotal, which I should have been referring to myself, and that is the adventures that I've had this holiday season, uh, traveling from Denver to the uh, fine metropolises of Chicago and West Lafayette, Indiana, to visit my family. You know, I, I personally like to call Chicago the Windy City. Personally? Mm. Personally? Okay. I think it'll catch on if you keep, you know, just keep referring to it. And our audience <laughs> our audience builds. Uh, At some point, it will be referred to as the Windy City. Yes? Yeah, maybe. Who we'll sees? Right. We'll work on it. Kind of windy there. Can I continue? Continue. Okay, thank you. So, unlike other times when I visit both sides of my family, a lot of the things, <laughs> the, a lot of the things that are said to me... Uh, I basically, as I go along, uh, just as your your brain works it, is you're like, I don't, I don't remember that. That was crazy. That was insane. And uh, I'm going to bury this and it's gone. Well, this time. That, that, that's why you moved to another state. Yes, I did. Many different states, actually. But, but, the, but the main thing is, is when you go back. The, but then I said to myself, I have a service. I have a podcast. I need to share. A voice. A voice. I have a voice and I need as to. As Eddie Trunk would say. Yes, exactly. Now. But but because, <laughs> <laughs> but because I don't that want was to, pretty good. That, anyway, was, that so. was pretty good impression. But but because I don't want to smear the good the good Canon family name, <laughs> um, I you know I don't want to uh, talk about these people specifically. I'm so I'm just going to talk about family in general. And um, you're uh, you're probably talking about your mother and mother mom or mother in law. <laughs> It could be a mother, a mother-in-law, a father, a brother, a distant cousin. Who knows? Who knows where the source of this, of this, 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 these anecdotes or a, are? Or a mother-in-law. <laughs> so do you have my, Do you have the theme song ready? You promised me a theme song. Yeah, it's uh You hear that good still? It's got a this good... is a show where Luce asks Baco how he would respond if he heard this from Luce's mother-in-law. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are you ready for number one? 
I am. No, just to clarify, this is as if I'm at the table with you and someone says it to you. How you know would I what? There's lots of environments you could in, be in, Baco. But no, I, you, we're both there is what I'm saying. And I'm seeing someone say this to you and I react this way. Or is it being said to me? It's being said, it's being said to you. You're playing okay. the part. All right. You are sitting. Yeah, right. you're, you're going into. This is the first like open. You know, a lot of, a lot of shows don't do this. We talk, we, are letting, we are letting I'm you I'm your in. proxy. Yes, yes. This, this is happening to you. And how do you react? You hate your family so much you send me there and then i respond <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> who are you i'm loose cannon don't you remember me loose hired me to be him <laughs> that's right let's do it man it's a good I'm ready. Way. This right. like fun okay so you're driving in a car you're heading north out the window are some mountains do you understand this mm-hmm. your family member says are those the mountains? <laughs> Wait, that's again. the end of it? No, I have to do this again. Okay. Uh, in, the, in the distance are some mountains, and your family member points at the mountains and says, <laughs> are those the mountains the pilgrims climbed to get to California? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this one you has know, a little need, bit of need, a... Do you need me to repeat it again? Um, no, I think listeners. I got it. Are those the mountains that the pilgrims climbed to get to California? <laughs> yes, okay. Oh, my God. So there is a little bit of, there's some layers of of <laughs> stupidity. I, let's, let's just, let's, before you even think of what, what, what you would say back to that, let's analyze how many things wrong are with that statement. Well, the pilgrims didn't climb mountains <laughs> or to California, to my knowledge. I don't think they. When did when did this get? There was there. I mean, how, how far did the pilgrims get? Uh, that was not part of my Thanksgiving story. I mean, when I played Oregon Trail, it wasn't pilgrims. Oh my God! You brought up Oregon Trail. So did my friend. Did, did, did they die of dysentery? Is that the whole thing? <laughs> Every time. Every time you can yeah. come up with. I never. I never fucking made it. <sighs> wow! Do do? I, that is. A I, bright, I, I, mean, I would. Be, it would be a little speechless, but I'd be like. Yes, that is the mountains that the pilgrims climbed on their way to California. Do you want to go? Because it's right over the mountain. <laughs> Again. I mean, have you ever been? I don't know. Let's dude. get out of the car and let's fucking redo the journey. Let's just do it. Merry fucking oh. Christmas. Let's walk to California. It's right over there. Oh, my God. I just, just so much. Just, just. I mean, was this was this like a lifelong dream? All of a sudden, she saw the mountains. She's been wanting to see the Pilgrim Mountains. But you don't have anybody in your uh, immediate or extended family that says just things that you just baffle you every, every all holiday. the time. But I don't. I don't want to say who it would be. Uh, but you know, maybe my mother-in-law. My mother. <laughs> uh, my mother-in-law said that um, spicy food was a conspiracy. <laughs> what does that even mean? 
that nobody actually likes it. They've just been there's the advertising has tricked us into liking it. Yeah, my parents don't have any pep, uh, don't have any salt. And I'm sorry, not any salt. They don't have any pepper anywhere in their house. No spice, <laughs> no spice. So when I go there, I'm like, okay, my palate is just like you're going to that uh, retirement, um, that one restaurant that's in town that feeds all the the older people. That nothing is, is <laughs> yeah. nothing. There's no, there there's no, there's no, there's no, yeah, you, there's no seizing on it, and 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 stuff like that. So I think you're right. I think that there's a certain generation that do think that that hot sauce is a uh, conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Nobody actually enjoys it. They just do it because they think it makes them look cool or something. It's cool in that hot sauce. You think you're a cool man. So, yes, I can relate, but uh, there ain't no mountain high enough for that uh, argument there, Luce. Is that how you want to go into it? Uh, no, we don't, I don't, I don't have anything here for that. I have nothing. I've got nothing. I've got no, no easy transition. What do, you, what do you have? i got a bunch of 2017 stuff. What do you want to do? All right, let's come back to one of my picks. Let me see where I wrote them down. <laughs> Well, uh, three of the bands that I have interviewed this last year in 2016, all are in the studio or going to be. Actually, I think all three have done some studio work already. And that's Them Evils, that is Wilson, and that is Boba Flex. Who do you want to play? I think we should do Boba Flex. So uh, do I.
Finally got bubble flex on the show. Jesus. Yeah, never played them before. <laughs> it's almost Man, like it's uh, almost like uh, you know they never played uh, uh, enough is enough for Ugly Kid Joe on, uh, on Decibel Geek <laughs> or Lizzie Borden. Hold on, I just got a text from Aaron Camaro. He wants to know if we can feature some uh, tough. Oh wait, hmm. mine. I got a text from him too, but it says overkill. <laughs> Speaking of overkill, boy, we were all over the place today, Luz. Oh, man, what the fuck? I mean, typically our shows are so structured. What the <laughs> hell? What the hell happened? They actually have structure, which is terrible. Uh, I don't even know why I go through the effort, actually. Oh, yeah, I like your effort. Give me a break. You talk oh, about you work so fucking hard on it. Exhausting. <laughs> Talking to you is Jesus. Oh my God! But yeah, let's. What do you think? We want to. We should probably wrap it up and do a part two because uh, I, we've talked an awful lot. I mean, we've gone from Eddie Trunk to family. We, Doc McGee's Aaron Lewis. <laughs> Aaron Lewis. You can do it. That's our first best of bit for the year. Um, <laughs> let's just start. Keep, we'll have to start uh, bookmarking these so we can actually do a best of episode at the end of next of this nah, year. That's way too much editing. That is a lot of work. Yeah, fuck that. Um. You know, I like doing doing the year in reviews, but they're a lot of work. (laughs) I have to Wikipedia the year it is and then read stuff. Yeah. Bacon. (laughs) Continue. Oh, my God. How how am I going to find out how much bacon cost in 1972? Let me try this Google machine and see if it spits me out an answer. Oh, we okay. Now, now we're definitely crossing the line on inside jokes for one episode. I think we are. Hey. But all right, let's wrap it up here. Rock's not dead; it's hiding. And you, you found it. <laughs> Super job. Well done. <laughs> Atta boy. Atta boy. <laughs> I think we're gonna play this out with um, another band that that probably will have an album this year, and that White is... Snake. Do you want to do that? No, I have no idea what's going on with the White Snake. I fucking hate them. Okay, fair enough. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that uh, Queens of the Stone Age maybe will have an album this year, maybe. And I'm gonna play one that we haven't played in the show before, but uh, was on their last album, and that's Sat by the Ocean. <laughs> it's just it's ridiculously comical.
If your big plans this year include your big day, plan your look with Indochino. Customize every detail of a blazer, suit, or tuxedo online or at a showroom with an expert style guide. Then sit back for delivery straight to your door. Suits start at just $449 and premium fitted shirts at just $89. Go to Indochino.com and use code NEWCHAPTER for 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot com, code NEWCHAPTER. This is Mike Francesa. Join me each week on the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. This is real sports talk for the podcast generation. Subscribe to the free Mike Francis podcast today from wherever you get your podcasts. Don't even think about betting this football season until you check out the Sports Betters Paradise podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. The top college and pro football handicappers help you along all season long. Subscribe to Sports Betters Paradise wherever you get your podcasts. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 